Yo, 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 what's going on, good people? Today is Monday, March 29, 2021. Time is 10.59 10 a.m. Eastern Time. You're on with another episode of The Bridge. Get out with Big Ron Brown, Big Kush King. Kush is all the same. Here bring you my humble opinion about things that's going on in our everyday lives, things that's affecting us every day, sports, music, politics, uh, local uh, current events on a local, national, and global level. It just bring you my humble opinion as I normally do each and every single week. Um, as always, we're going to start with um, COVID-19 updates. As of right now, there are 30.3 million cases here in the United States. Um, as of right now, as it stands, there are over 549,000 deaths. And at least 15% of the um, population has been fully vaccinated. Once again, I say there are cases, there are 30.3 million cases here in the United States, over 549,000 deaths here in the United States, and at least 15% of the uh, population has been fully vaccinated. Uh, COVID shot, COVID vaccines are being administered by the hundreds of, by the millions every single day. People are listening. People are getting their shots. People are have, have received their second shot. My wife and I, as of today, uh, we got our second shot two weeks ago. So as of today, two weeks later, we are technically fully vaccinated. Uh, people, if you get a chance to do it, if you get a chance to go out and get your um, get your vaccine shots, please go and get your vaccines. Do what you need to do to stay safe. Social to keep keep social distancing yourself. Wear your mask. Sanitize your hands and your sanitize your hands and your work area or wherever you're going to be around. That is, this is the only way we are going to beat this virus. That's it. We have got. We got to get. We got to get the vaccine shots. Social distance yourself. Wear a mask. Sanitize yourself, and get vaccinated as soon as you possibly can. Once again, fifteen percent of the United States is fully vaccinated. I think that once we see the deaths, the cases reach a number and do not increase, and once we see the uh, number of vaccinated people, I think. To me, in my opinion, if it's 50 to 60 percent of everyone is getting vaccinated and the number of cases and the number of deaths is not increasing, I think we have then reached the curve. We have then reached a plateau where we can say the vaccines are working and this is the this is the method that we're going to use in order to beat this virus. People, please, once again, if you get a chance, go get your shots. It doesn't matter with I if you use Johnson and Johnson, if you use uh, Moderna, Pfizer, um, when you get a chance, people, please go get vaccinated. Some people may have said they've had some side effects from getting a shot of um, my I know for myself, my arm was itching a little bit. Of course, it was sore for a couple of days. Uh, some people say they may have gotten a chill. Some people say they may have had headaches. Uh, it's just like when you get a flu shot. But this is the only way, in my opinion, that we are ev we are going to beat this coronavirus. Get your back. Get your vaccine shots. Do what you need to do to get your shots um pfizer said is beginning to um vaccine trial in children under the age of 12 they're also saying that they, they could be ready for kids 12 to 15 when the next school year takes place this um, fall coming up so vaccine um pfizer vaccine is saying that they're preparing to launch uh, in children hopefully by the next school year between the ages of 12 to 15 they will be ready to test to see if they are ready for um for children to get um, vaccinated. Um, 
So people, please, this is like, like I said, this is the only way that we are going to be able to beat this virus. Um, looking at CNN right now, uh, the Derek Chauvin trial has begun in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Of course, Derek Chauvin is the officer with the Minneapolis Police Department who um, murdered George Floyd last May. His trial has begun. They have begun opening statements in that trial. Of course, Derek Chauvin is the officer who had his knee and his he had his knee on his on George Floyd's neck and back for over nine minutes until he could no longer breathe and was dead right there on the scene. So his trial has begun. We are definitely my thoughts and prayers are with uh, George Floyd's family as they go through this difficult time. Because this trial is definitely going, this this is this 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 whole situation, it not only affected the state of Minnesota, it not only affected the United States, it had an impact around the world. Because you saw Black Lives Movement, uh, movement protests, you saw protests all over the country, you saw protests all over the world because of police brutality and because of the murder of George Floyd. So this trial has begun and this trial will definitely have my eyes and ears on it. It should have every eye and ear on it. And we are definitely I'm definitely looking forward to see in the weeks and the months to come what's going to take place in this trial. What's going to be said. They may try to demonize or try to incriminate George Floyd. But the fact remains that this officer heard this man over 20 something times say he could not breathe. He could not breathe. He was in pain. He called out for his mother told his kids tell him I love them because he felt like he was going to die and eventually tragically he did die the man was handcuffed he was on his he was on his stomach he was not posing a threat the man told you he could not breathe over 20 something times and yet for eight minutes and 46 seconds you kept his he kept his knee on George Floyd's neck until George Floyd died right there in the streets so as plain as day the man was not a threat but yet Derek Siobhan kept his knee on his neck and would not give the man any sympathy, would not let the man breathe. He just sat there until the man died right there with his knee on his neck. A very painful, excruciating way to die. And the other officers stood by and did not try to pull Officer Siobhan off of George Floyd. They just stood there as this man was dying. So it's all on tape, plain as day. Um... We have to talk about it. This it happened again last week. As we all know, there was a 21-year-old shooter who killed at least 10 people at a shopping center in Boulder, Colorado. A suspect is charged with 10 counts of first-degree murder. They said the suspect, he did pass the, he, they say he passed the background check for the um, weapon that he purchased. It was like six days before the shooting took place. Uh, once again, like I said, 10 people lost their lives, including an officer who was... Um, who had been on the force a long time. He was 51 years old, father of seven. Uh, once again, this shooter is charged with 10 counts of first-degree murder. Boulder, Colorado is a, another name on the, another city to add to the list. And the state of Colorado is no stranger when it comes to mass shooting. As some of some people remember, in um, 1999, I think it was in April, as a matter of fact, of 1999, Columbine at the high school. That mass shooting that took place and then in Aurora, Colorado in 2008, walking to the um, Dark Knight movie, the Batman movie in the movie theater and shot and killed those people. So it's unfortunate that Boulder, Colorado is now another city added to the list of cities of mass shootings. Um, 
Like I said, he passed the background. He passed the background check. He had the red leather weapon was legally registered to him. But I said this the other day is um, how do you pass a background check or refresh your training for someone who has evil and hate in their head, in their heart, in their thoughts, in their feelings, most importantly, in their actions? What kind of background check do you pass for that? What kind of refresher training is there for hate? Because you can fake it. You can put the facade up like, oh, I'm not crazy or I don't feel this way. But ultimately, you can't. You, you, there's no refresher training or no um, background check for what's in a person's head and what the, what's in their heart. And so Boulder, Colorado is just another city. To add to the name of list of mass shootings. And if anything this trend has taught us is that <laughs> this won't be the last time. Sad to say. Um, another shooter was brought. Another suspect was arrested in Atlanta right outside the area where the last week's shooting took place. Um, a shooter had was arrested, had multiple weapons and ammunition. He was planning a mass shooting, just like the one that took place in the Asian community that left um, six to eight Asian people, um, mostly Asian women, dead at that location. He was arrested and taken into custody, and who knows, it was it was going to be more lice. More people probably would have lost their lives if they hadn't stepped in and made the arrest. And it's just, you can tell that with the with the arrest of the man, that, of, the, of the young man, in Atlanta is definitely being handled and treated differently than the arrest in Colorado. And it's just something that we need to, it's, it's something we definitely have to deal with in this country. It's just, um, <sighs> most of these shootings are done by young white men who were born and raised right here in the United States. We have a, we have a, we have a domestic terrorist problem and it's mostly young white men who are doing the shooting, who are doing the killing. And yet America just will not do anything about the problem. They won't face it. They won't embrace it. And unless you can, you can't confront something. You can't overcome something unless you confront it. And it's just, it's a sad, harsh reality that, and this country always saying, this is not, this is not America. This is not who we are, but it's, yes, it is. It is exactly who we are at the very core of our country is, is is racism, evil, hate, chaos, violence, and greed. That's exactly who America is. So this won't be the first and probably won't be the last. So my thoughts and prayers go out to the victims of those who lost their lives and their families, definitely. And unless something is done on a legislature level, this is not going to be the last time I'm saying this sad, harsh reality, but this will not be the last time that I say that unless America really gets serious and put this on the legislative legislative letter level and deals with this. So just my opinion, my humble opinion, but facts is facts. And this is what we've been dealing with in this country. So uh, let's jump into some sports real quick last night we have some nba action uh the phoenix suns defeated the charlotte hornets in overtime 101 to 97 portland trailblazers defeated the toronto raptors 122 to 117 
the Denver Nuggets defeated the Atlanta Hawks 126 to 102, and the Los Angeles Lakers defeated the Orlando Magic 90 96 to 93. So, as we all know, tournament time is in full swing. Uh, we had the Sweet 16 over the weekend. Oregon State they defeated Loyola Chicago 65 to 58. Baylor defeated Villanova 62 to 51. Uh, these are scores from Saturday. Arkansas in a last-second shot defeated Oral Roberts 72 to 70. Houston defeated um, Houston defeated Syracuse 62 to 46. These are Saturday scores and scores from yesterday. Uh, Gonzaga defeated Creighton 83 to 65. Michigan defeated Florida State 76-58. In overtime, UCLA defeated Alabama 88-78. And USC defeated Oregon 82-68. Getting to the women's um, bracket from Saturday. In the Sweet 16, UConn defeated Iowa 92-72. In overtime, Baylor defeated Michigan 78-75. Indiana defeated North Carolina State, 73-70. Arizona defeated Texas A&M, 74-59. And from yesterday's scores in the women's week 16, South Carolina defeated Georgia Tech, 76-65. Stanford defeated Missouri Missouri State, 89-62. Louisville defeated Oregon, 60-42. Texas defeated Maryland, 64-61. In other sports-related news, uh, Ndamukong Sue re-signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so it's basically looking like the entire Tampa Bay Buccaneers team is going to um, bring the entire back band back together. He signed a one-year, $9 million deal that can increase to probably $10 to $15 million deals in incentives and bonuses. Um, also saw where uh, Leonard Fournette signed a one-year deal. I believe it's about 4 to $5 million, so... Pretty much every starter, except I, yeah, every starter from that team, from the Super Bowl team, um, is coming back to um, run it back for another year. They're going to try to run it back and repeat as Super Bowl champs. So, and Dominican Sue and Leonard Fournette have signed. Antonio Brown, I don't, I don't know if he's resigned or not, but Antonio Brown, I don't, I don't believe he's resigned. So, um, and Dominican Sue has definitely resigned with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, <clears throat> want to say my congratulations and music and all music news want to send my congratulations to Nas and Janet Jackson their albums Illmatic and Rhythm Nation have been inducted to the Library of Congress listen when your music and especially for Nas that was his debut album have been when your music is going into the hall when you're going into the Hall of Fame and you're getting inducted into the Library of Congress that means your work will be forever recognized you are seeing this album not only reached broke and reached musical barriers but this is reaching educational barriers this is reaching uh economic stat this this is reaching every kind of barrier and status that you can think of so i just want to definitely say congratulations to nas and congratulations to janet jackson on having their albums inducted into the library hall of congress that is major that is big news and if you don't have either one of those albums, uh, shame on you because both of those albums are <laughs> top notch. And I'm a, I'm a definitely a hip hop fanatic fan. That album Nas is a, is a lyrical masterpiece, and I'm a firm believer that lyrics equal longevity. So, congratulations to Nas and congratulations to Janet Jackson. Um, apparently, 
that Mike Tyson, they said earlier a couple weeks ago that he apparently turned down a $25 million deal to fight Evander Holyfield for the third time, which would be the trilogy. Uh, but now they're saying that Mike Tyson has uh, changed his mind. And I guess he's, I guess, $25 million is $25 million. And he and Holyfield will have their trilogy sometime, I guess, in the summer. Um, I really, eh, I'm kind of torn between these because these are two of my favorite boxers of all time. I remember their, their reign when they be, I remember watching them in the eighties and of course during the nineties and how dominant and how excellent they were at boxing and their craft. And it's just, Holyfield is almost 60. Tyson's in his mid fifties and it's just, I don't know what what we're going to, what you're going to get with that fight. I'm kind of torn because I do want to see it, but then it's like these men are in the late mid late fifties and I don't want to see it. So you don't know exactly what kind of fight you're going to get. So wait and see. Uh, Oscar De La Hoya is coming out of retirement. I heard he's going to fight somebody possibly this summer. Uh, These guys, uh, they have the itch. They can't let it go, but it's father time. You're in your fifties and it's just, Enjoy retirement. Be at peace with yourself. Look back over your career. Be proud of what you did. You accomplished a lot. You made a lot of money. You may have lost some money, but you have made a lot of money. Most you made you made money that most of us average working people will never see in our lifetime. So just be proud and happy and at peace with what you've done. But some guys just can't let it go. So we'll see. Um, other sports related news, <laughs> man. Dolan, Dolan for the Knicks, he's done it again. A New York Knicks fan was kicked out because he booed Del- uh, Bob, was it the Dan Dolan, Bob Dolan, whatever the name of um, Dolan, Dolan for the Knicks. It's like every time they, they you can't, you think you can't go any lower, he, he takes you to the gutter. It's a shame because the Knicks were doing fairly okay. They were made themselves relevant again as far as on the court basketball terms go. And you then you and you kick the fan out over for, for booing you. This is what you did to Charles Oakley, Spike Lee, and Patrick Ewing wasn't bad enough. Now a fan boos you. He's he's acting like a child. So yeah, this is my arena, this is my team, and you're gonna like me and you're gonna praise me. And if you boo me, you'll be put out. That's the kind of owner that the New York Knicks have, and that's why the New York Knicks, as far as basketball, as far as winning basketball, have not been relevant in over twenty years. So it's a shame. If you were a Nick, um, for those diehard Knicks fans out there, I feel sorry for you because that is just despicable. And to have an owner like that, I, I do feel sorry for you. So, um, other news, um, the governor of Georgia, Kemp, signs a bill to restrict voting access. And this is despicable. This is plain despicable and pathetic. And. As a black man in this country, especially if I was a resident in the state of Georgia, when I seen this, that this man, this governor, signs this bill for the voting to restrict voting access to make it harder for people to vote. And it's mainly we know the area. We know the people who's directing this to is the black people. It's the black and black people, minorities in the state of Georgia because of what happened in November of 2020, because 
mainly because of our beautiful sister Stacey Abrams, who put both boots on the ground and got more people registered to vote, got more people to come out and vote and flip Georgia Democrat in the presidential election for the first time since 1992. Not only did she get Joe Biden and Kamala Harris elected as president and vice president and flip Georgia into a Democratic blue state for the first time in almost 30, almost 30 years, she helped to get a black senator and a Jewish senator elected in that state. And the governor, Kemp, it's a shame, it's, a, it's, it's pathetic, and it's, and, it's a, and it's just downright wrong. And Joe Biden, President Biden, hit it dead on the head. This is 21st century Jim Crow. That's what exactly what this is. 21st century Jim Crow to the point where they want to make it so that people, if you are, see, if you're, if, if people are standing in line to vote and you're saw giving them food and water while they're standing in line, they want to get, they want to make it a misdemeanor against your record. They want the people to have misdemeanor records against them for handing people food and water that are standing in line to vote. It's a shame. And it's just as a black man, especially, like I said, if I if I lived in that state and it's just you have to ask yourself. And this is not only Georgia. This is over 40 other states where Republicans are putting together legislation and putting together paperwork for these states to make it harder and harder for people to vote, especially minorities. And it's just, you have to ask yourself, what's next? You want to end segregation? You want to, you want to get rid of the 13th, 14th and 15th amendment? You want to abolish the emancipation proclamation and make black people slaves in this country again? What's next? What's next? That, that, that's all when you, when you do things like that, it's just when you, when you sign paperwork like that and you make these bills and you make these legislation and you put this paperwork in the process, that makes me think as a black man who knows my rights, who knows the history of this country, who knows what's going on, who accept, who knows what reality is. And it just has to make like, what, what, you want to get rid of segregation? The 13th, 14th, 15th Amendment, you want to get rid of those, you want to abolish Emancipation Proclamation, you want to make black people slaves in this country again. Is that what the problem is? My mind thinks that. My mind goes there. Because you can't own us, because you can't own us, now you don't want us, and now you don't want our vote, and you don't want to make it count? Because we all know economics and elections is what moves the needle in this country. Two of the most important places in this country is Wall Street and Capitol Hill economics and elections who you put in office and where you spend your money is what makes this country the melting pot the salad that is america makes it what it is so when you want to restrict those voting rights you're basically telling me you don't want you don't want to make my vote you don't want my vote to be counted you don't want my voice to be heard and it's just how many other things are in the play that you want to get rid of that <laughs> This country, man, it's just one thing that I'm a firm believer as a black man in this country. There are four things that we better have every single day we walk, every single day we wake up and we leave our homes to go deal with this world. You better have five things that are very important and imperative that you have. A strong, active relationship with God. You better be able to pull on the whole armor of God, which is prayer and faith. You better have a you better have a damn good attorney. You better have a registered fire legally registered firearm for self-defense. And you better have bail money on standby. 
Because we as black people in this country, I'm going to say that again. Any black person in this country that can hear my voice and then hear this podcast, you better make sure that you have these things every single day when you leave home and go deal with this world. A strong, active relationship with God. You better be able to put on the whole armor of God, which is prayer and faith. You better have a damn good attorney. You better have a legally registered firearm for self-defense only. And you better have bail money on standby because we as black people in this country realize that just, just, just as sure as the day night will follow the day, there is always some BS lurking around the corner. All we've ever done in this country is try to survive. All we've ever done in this country is try to achieve and to accomplish, to keep one foot in front of the other, trying to keep our head above water because there's always BS on the horizon. And what happened at that Georgia state and, that, and, and what happened with that governor in the state of Georgia is another example of that. So for all you people out there that don't believe in your vote counts, that don't believe your vote matters, why do you think they're trying so hard to take it away? Every time you turn around, they're trying to restrict it or they're trying to take it away. And this is another prime example. It's a shame. It's a travesty. It's an atrocity. It's a downright and it's downright wrong. That's just my humble opinion about it. Um, want to say congratulations to um to the late great rapper Big Pun, uh, where he grew up in the Bronx, East Fort East Fordham Road, and um, and Brand Concourse in the Bronx is now known as Big Pun Plaza. Big Pun, uh, he he released one of the greatest, his his first album, Capital Punishment, is a lyrical masterpiece, if you love hip-hop just as much as I do. So congratulations to um, that area in the Bronx being named Big Pun Pun Plaza. He's he's, he's one of the greatest MCs to ever get on the mic. So congratulations to him on having that area named after him in the Bronx. Um... Want to send some uh, rest in peace. Also, also in other news, um, Trump's network, Fox News, uh, Dominion sues Fox News for $1.6 billion over false election claims. That network, man, <laughs> I just don't see how people can listen to that network and look at that network every single day. You you obviously look at it for propaganda and drama, gossip, and BS. You don't look at it for facts. You don't look at it for telling the truth. You look at it because you, they, they're going to tell you, hey, they, they're going to they're gonna to appease and accommodate you and tell you what you want to hear and how people can look at that, listen and look at that network every single day and really think that they're getting facts and getting the truth is beyond me. And it's no wonder that they're being sued for $1.6 billion over false elections, over false election claims. So, this doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Also, my thoughts and prayers are going out to the 16,000 immigrants down at the border. Most of them are children who have been separated from their families. Uh, these kids and these people have taken thousand a mile journey from Central America just to get to the border. They have been through hell. They have gone through hell and high water, literally hell and high water. And my thoughts and prayers go to them that they get some type of asylum that they find peace and some stability in their lives because they have been through so much and how they're living down there in those camps is it's, it's awful and these are mostly children and my and my thoughts and prayers go out to those families hopefully they can be reunited 
get some stability, and most importantly, get some peace and, and stability in their lives. So um, I want to send rest in peace out to Howard Schellenberger, who died at the age of 87. He led the Miami Hurricanes to the first national championship in 1983. He is the day that most people will say he was the father of a dynasty with the Miami Hurricane, the great Miami Hurricane teams. He was the first head coach to win a national championship again in 1983 in Miami uh, with the Hurricanes. He also coached, coached at Louisville, and he also coached at um, FAU. He was 6-0, perfect 6-0 in bowl games. So he passed away last week at the age of 87. So rest in peace to Howard Schellenberg, first coach of Miami, um, first national championship coach at the University of Miami Hurricanes, my favorite college football team. So, And also, last but not least, I want to send a rest in peace to uh, Mr. Elgin Baylor, who died last week at the age of 86. Uh, Mr. Elgin Baylor, who <clears throat> who offered in a style of basketball, most would say he was the one who's one of the first ones to get above the rim because mostly basketball was played uh, perimeter shots and um, below the rim. So Mr. Elgin Baylor was the one of the first ones to come in and usher in a new style with his um, play. Uh, he died last week at the age of 86. So definitely want to say. My thoughts and prayers go out to him and go out to his family and those he lost. He was 11-time All-Star. He was the All-Star Game MVP in 1959. He was All-NBA, 10-time All-NBA first team. He won Rookie of the Year. He was the uh, 35th anniversary team. He was on the 50th anniversary team also. His number 22 was retired by the Lakers. Uh, he was the NCAA Final Four Most Outstanding Player in 1958. Helms Foundational Player in 1958, Consensus All-American. His number 22 was also retired by the Seattle Red Hawks. And he was the NBA Executor of the Year in 2006. So definitely, um, he was in the Bays, also conducted the um, Pro Basketball Hall of Fame and the College Basketball Hall of Fame. So uh, definitely, uh, rest in peace to Elgin Baylor. Uh, you will definitely be missed in the NBA community and around the world. And as always, people... As I normally do, we all come from different races, backgrounds, cultures, places, and statuses, but we are more alike than we are different. When we can see each other as human, find a common ground and interest, and begin to pick each other's brain and dig into the core of each other respectfully and peacefully, only then can we begin to heal each other and truly bridge the gap between all of us. It's not the episode of The Bridge. Get out with Big Ron Brown, Big Kush, King Kush is all the same. Uh, breaking my humble opinion about things that's going on in our everyday lives. Um, my thoughts and prayers um, going out to George Floyd's family as they begin the opening statements uh, for his trial that begins today. Um, also, my thoughts and prayers going out to the city of Philadelphia. Um, we have reached over 100, I believe 110, 115 homicides this year already. And we're just now going into April. April 1st is Thursday. So the, the violence here is getting it's just it's out of control. My thoughts and prayers go out to everyone here in the city of Philadelphia. Uh, get your shots, get vaccine, social distance yourself, wear your mask, sanitize yourself, do what you got to do. Know your rights in this country, especially if you're black. They're trying to take them away every chance they get. It's just Georgia is the first one. There are other states are trying to follow suit. Know your rights. Know what you, who you are in this country. Know your history because if you don't know it, you will repeat it. So 
Once again, another episode of The Bridge. Get down with Big Ron Brown. I will be posting this on, you can get this on Anchor, Anchor Podcast. And I will be posting this to my social media page on Facebook. You guys have a good one. And I'll talk with you guys next week. Peace.